morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i am your host of the show kenneth cotterell and this show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about results and headlines from the get day prior before diving into today's slate and plays now we had a loaded slate yesterday lots of nhl action happening some more champions league as well so we're going to get into all of that and then we're going to recap what's happening at the zozo championship not going to be looking at europa league lines we'll touch on that in a little bit but then we're also going to look at more nhl we got thursday night football as well and a couple college football games on the slate but our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor bet 99 bet 99 is a canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting player props and many more great products there are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to Bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS to get started today. Please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor today free of charge. So let's talk about how Wednesday went, all of our plays from yesterday. We went three and two overall, almost a full unit up yesterday. A big reason why is because of that Bristol City money line that we played in the English Championship at plus 145. Now, we got an Atkinson goal in the 54th minute, looked pretty good. And then Hughes, when he answered in the 82nd, thought that we were dead in the water. Then Atkinson came through in the 90th minute and we're able to cash that play. So a big plus money hit from yesterday. Now, the other two footy plays went terribly, and we may need to take a bit of a break from the European action of footy, maybe just focus on EPL, because Ajax first half, double chance at minus 145. I think we were chasing this line. We are more so hopeful that Ajax was going to be able to stay in this game, and unfortunately, they were down 2-0 at halftime. They go on to lose the game 4-2 to two as well, they did cut it to three to two uh, with a bit of time left before a late goal by Napoli made it four two. But nonetheless, we chased the line, and because of that, that's why we lost here. The other one was just unfortunate: Sporting Lisbon money line versus Marseille, and a red card in soccer. This is where everything can change. Uh, a team that we really liked heading into the day, they suddenly get that red, and then they fall behind one nil, and then end up losing two nil to Marseille. So. Tough result yesterday on the pitch for those two teams. Now, we also had Boston 
and Washington over five and a half uh, at minus 145. And that game finishes five to two was the final there. Lots of goals scored. Uh, great opening night performance by the Bruins. Pasternak had a big night on opening night, and that should be no surprise. He's been one of their best players over the last number of years, but he finishes with a f- four-point night. Sorry, uh, he was a part of one other one that I missed. So four-point night for Pasternak. Then we also played Seattle and Anaheim over five and a half at minus 128. We didn't even need to buy down in this case because five to four was the final in overtime for this game. Great start to the season for Anaheim, especially since they got dominated. I mean, they were outshot uh, 48 to 27, but we did play Trevor Zegris uh, over half a point as well. That was one of our VIP plays yesterday. That's why you need to go follow us over on Dub Club. But that Zegers play hit. He had a two-point night, so a big night for the Ducks. Now, other results and headlines from yesterday. Uh, other NHL results, we'll go to those first. Carolina, they get out to a good start. 4-1, to they win over Columbus. Toronto, they fall on opening night to Montreal. I hope that you cashed Montreal last night at plus 200. You also would have cashed the over 6.5 because that was a 4-3 to final couple goals for Cole Caulfield right out of the gate then unfortunately uh for Chicago they lose five to two which means they cannot even cover the plus two and a half yesterday against a good Colorado side but they were outshot 35 to 17 unfortunately and I mean the cup champs just really did what they did last postseason Lekkanen had a couple Nachushkin had a couple as well so great start for the cup champs And in Vancouver, they were up early on Edmonton, but Edmonton storms back. They end up taking the game here 5-3. to McDavid with a opening night hat trick to cap it off as well. So McDavid already out to a flying start there. And they, let's face it, they got dominated that game. They got outshot 36-24, to but they pick up the 5-3 to win. Champions League-wise, another day of a lot of draws. Uh, we did see Atletico Madrid 0-0 versus Club Bruges. Barcelona and Inter 3-3. That was a major one. Barcelona was even fortunate to get the draw. So they could be heading out if they don't get some help down the stretch. Leverkusen, they lost to Porto 3-0. Rangers went up 1-0 to Liverpool, but then Liverpool goes out and they score 7 unanswered to win 7-1 on the road. Then you get Tottenham 3-2 versus Frankfurt and Bayern Munich wins 4-2 versus Victoria Pleasant. Now, other headline from yesterday has to be from that Liverpool game because Mo Salah, he scored the fastest hat trick in Champions League history. It was just over six minutes. Honestly, not even the most impressive hat trick you'll ever see. I think they just completely outmatched this Rangers side. Um, But nonetheless, I think this is a great performance for Liverpool, and it's one that could start to get them back on track. I think they were struggling to find their identity once Mane left. They didn't really know who to put in on that left wing. They were hoping that it would be Nunes or or somebody else. And so yesterday, I think, is just one of those performances you're going to look back on. And Liverpool might go and win the next three or four matches that they have. They do have a bit of a tougher schedule coming up. But I still think, nonetheless, that there is the potential here for this to be the game that kickstarts things for them. They play at home against Man City on the weekend so maybe that's the game where they get it right and then they also get West Ham at home in about a week's time so 
they need to start picking up some results if they're going to start getting back into the top four hunt. And I think this is a great spot for them to do so. So let's look at Thursday's slate. As I said, there's a lot of games out there today. We're going to start by recapping what's happening at the Zozo Championship because we did make some plays yesterday for this event. Now, as we said, we weren't playing any winner plays here. And the big reason why, when you go overseas like this, it can be a bit tough to predict who's going to show up and who's not. Sometimes with guys traveling that far, you get a bit of jet lag. But uh, Steele is out to the early lead here. He's at minus six. Brendan Steele is. And then just trailing is Adam Schenk by one shot. But two shots back is Keegan Bradley, one of our plays for top 20. He's tied for third, and that's a plus 105 play. Uh, other than that, no one else is on pace currently to finish in the top 20 or top 10. But nonetheless, we are still not in a terrible spot because Mackenzie Hughes, top 20, he's T29, so he's just knocking on the door there. And then Matsuyama and Im, they're tied for 41st after the opening day at plus one. But that doesn't mean that they're out of it. Yes, they're seven shots back of the lead. But if we're talking about them being back of top 10, they're just four shots back after the opening day. So they can definitely make up for that. We'll be recapping this one tomorrow as well, uh, given that tea times will once again be at about 6 p.m. my time, 8 p.m. Eastern time for these golfers over in Japan. Now, Thursday night football, that's we got three football games on the slate, one pro, two college. Now, <laughs> the NFL really uh, doesn't love the fans with this game. Um, we just saw 12 to 9 last week. I don't know if you tuned in to Indianapolis and Denver. It was not a good game. The fact that it went to overtime, fans were leaving for overtime. That's how bad it was at home. And so 12 to 9 is what it was last week. And what do they do to follow that one up? We get one and four Washington Commanders taking on the Chicago Bears at two and three. Now, not only is this one the a bit of an underwhelming game, this line is sitting, it's a pick 'em right now, but it's also sitting at 37 and a half is the point total. So they're anticipating like 21-17. Now I would take that. Hey, we get 21-17, I'm thrilled. 20 to 17, I'm thrilled with these two teams. But uh you do have Washington, who's sitting at one and four, they won that opener against Jacksonville. And since then, they just haven't been able to get it right. They've had tough losses to teams like Dallas and Detroit. And then on the Chicago side, they opened up the season with that win over San Fran in the monsoon. They picked up one other win along the way as well. That's actually a couple more wins than I expected Chicago to have at this juncture. They almost beat the Vikings last week. And unfortunately, uh, they had that fumble or the ball ripped away from their receiver late. So they were unable to make the late charge in that division matchup. Their other win was against the Texans. Sorry, they won 23-20 there. But as far as fantasy goes tonight, I don't know who you really want to play in this matchup. You shouldn't be playing with either quarterback, Fields and Wentz, um, especially Fields. I mean, I think his passing line's probably going to be around 160. If I had to take a guess, I haven't even looked at the line, but that's how bad it's been. He's been around 150 at times this year, so even against that Washington defense, it hasn't been great. I don't expect a big night from Fields. Wentz has been a bit better. His coach did call him out this week, which I was pretty surprised by because I don't think he's been the main reason why they've been as bad as they have been. I think this is going to be all about the running backs. If you have Robinson, you're taking a bit of a gamble. Same with Gibson, but I think you could start either one in fantasy and be okay. David Montgomery, if he's healthy, you start him. Unless you got bye week trouble, you may start Khalil Herbert as well. 
but that's what I would do players wise here. Now, college football tonight, we get Baylor minus three and a half versus West Virginia. This is actually going to be a pretty good game. We've had some bad, you know, Thursday night, Friday night college football games recently, but I don't think that this is one of them. You got three and two Baylor. They're coming in off a loss against Oklahoma State at home. They lost 36 25. And then you've got West Virginia, who just lost to Texas 38 to 20. So the over under here is 54 and a half, should be relatively high scoring. So I am looking forward to this game. Then you got Temple versus UCF. Uh, UCF are minus 23 tonight. Over under is 46. Now, Temple, they're a pretty bad football team. They're two and three. They just lost 24 to three to Memphis, who's not a football powerhouse by any stretch of the imagination. So, not a great spot for them. And they're taking on a four and one UCF team who just beat SMU 41 to 19 last week. Now, I just don't like that spread. I don't like betting a, a minus 23 today. So, this is a game that we're definitely staying away from. The other two football games, we will have plays that we'll talk about in a little bit here. Then there is Europa League action today, but this is one where I think we're betting Europa because there wasn't a lot happening. Now that we got the NHL back, next week we get the NBA back. I just don't trust any of these lines really because a lot of these teams you're betting on the fact that you think that they're really bad, but you really don't know because I don't know anything about Dinamo Kiev or Bodo Glimt because those are two teams say that play Rennes and Arsenal who I'm a bit more familiar with, but I just don't like going in and betting those especially on the road. Like I could maybe go and look at Real Betis and Roma. That one's a bit more of a pick em. But once again, I think I would just be betting them to bet them. And that's not the road that we want to go down. We want to put out winners for you guys. Even Manchester United today, they're minus a thousand taking on Ammonia, a team that they should have beat even worse uh, last week. And now they're at home, but I don't want to go and bet a minus two and a half on a Man U side just to bet on them. So we're staying away from Europa moving forward. We will be betting Champions League once it's back for match day five, but just won't be looking at Europa. Now, NHL betting lines, there is a lot of games on the slate tonight. Uh, we've got 10 games on the slate. So you got Arizona and Pittsburgh. You got Vijmelka taking on Jerry, who's in net for Pittsburgh, over under sitting at six and a half. You got the Devils, who's got Vanessic in net going up against uh, Hart in net for Philadelphia. Then you got Ottawa, who's minus 113. They're taking on Buffalo. You got Anton Forsberg and Craig Anderson in net. Oof, that's some bad goaltending for those two teams. Then you got Washington and Toronto. Lindgren and Samsonov, two teams looking to bounce back after tough results yesterday. Uh, then you've got Florida taking on the Islanders. You got Bobrovsky and Sorokin in net there. Shesterkin's in net once again for the Rangers as they take on Minnesota and Marc-Andre Fleury. Dallas has got Ottinger in net against Soros for Nashville. Colorado and Calgary. Calgary's minus 118 tonight. Grigorev going up against Markstrom in net for Calgary. And then the two late games, you've got Chicago versus Vegas. Vegas is minus 313. They got Stalic in net versus Logan Thompson once again. And then Seattle, they're rolling with Martin Jones today, taking on the LA Kings at minus 180 who have Jonathan Quick in net. So there's a lot of hockey games out there today. As I said, we're also creeping up on the NBA season, really looking forward to that. But let's move over and talk about our official betting place for today. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about the bets that we want to put out there for you today. When we're talking about the last three days, we are 10-4. and four, So we have been 
doing very well the last number of days, and we're ready to bring you more winners here today. And so let's start with the two football plays. we got two football and two hockey for you on the show today. So Washington minus one and a half at plus 100. I said that it's a pick em, but let's face it. If you're going to pick a side in this game, you might as well go and bet it at the minus one and a half. Instead, get some plus value. Look, if they end up winning by one point, so be it. But I think that this game isn't going to be as close as many people think it could be because I'm still not a believer in Chicago. I think they're very fortunate that they got San Fran in that monsoon, and then they barely beat the Houston Texans, who I think are the worst team in football now. Thought it was Chicago, but they clearly proved me wrong by beating Houston. But Washington, while they've had a tough go at it the last number of weeks, I think that this is still a relatively decent football team. They were in that game the entire way with the Titans. They did get beat by the Cowboys and Eagles pretty handily, but those are two of the better teams in the NFC. And then the Lions, they just couldn't outshoot out them, let's face it, and Detroit just had a big day with 36 points. They're going up against a bad Chicago team, and yes, Rivera just threw Wentz under the bus. And I think that if Wentz is ever going to have a good game with this Washington team, which I don't think he's even been that bad, but if he's going to have a great game, I think it could be this week. You got Brian Robinson, second game back after his shooting incident. And so I expect him to play well tonight as well. Now, Chicago may be the home team, but I'm not trusting Justin Fields. You won't see me betting on Chicago tonight. So I'm going to roll with Washington my NFC East foe to go and get the win at plus 100 for minus one and a half. I'm also going to play Baylor in West Virginia over 54 and a half. I'm actually kind of shocked that this line is as low as it is because we're talking about two teams that are top 65 in yards, top 30 in points per game, and they both convert on third down really well. Baylor may be three and two, but those are not two bad losses by any stretch. Oklahoma State's a very good team. I believe it was BYU who they lost to earlier in the year. So I am a believer in this Baylor team. I still think that they're a good football team. West Virginia also gets the home bump, which I always look at whoever's playing at home. And so both defenses also give up over 20 points per game. So no defense really inspires me in this game. I think it's a great spot for the over to hit here. I think we could see 35-24. And so that one's easily going to cruise over tonight. Now, the two hockey plays for today. This is once again where we're buying that half a goal, but I think it really matters when we're talking over-unders here to get off that six line. I hate the six. I don't want to have a push. I'm either winning or I'm losing here. And so we're going to start with Ottawa and Buffalo over five and a half at minus 140. Again, this is just me fading bad goalies. I think if Craig Anderson wasn't in Buffalo, then he would no longer be in the league. This feels like the last stop of his career at least as a starter, he could maybe be a backup somewhere, but he would be out of the league if he wasn't in Buffalo. And Forsberg, he would be a backup on a lot of teams not named Ottawa. So you got two up-and-coming teams, two young teams as well, and I think Ottawa especially is going to try and make a statement here that they are a team that could potentially fight for one of those final playoff spots in the East. I think it's 4-3, to 4-2, 5-2 even tonight. Lots of goals in the opener. I don't even really know necessarily where to lean here. Probably would with Ottawa on the road. But the over 5.5 at minus 140, I love the value. So give me Sens and Sabres over. But then I'm also going to take my first under of the season. I'm going to take Seattle and the Kings under 6.5 at minus 140 as well. Again, I'm buying half a goal, but it's because I hate that 6 number. Quick, he faced 50 shots on opening night and only gave up 4 goals. A lot of those came in the third period as well. 
And I think with Seattle, I actually think that Martin Jones is the better goalie for this team. Uh, and so I don't think that the offenses are going to get going tonight. I think they had their explosion. Uh, the Kings are the better team in this matchup. I could see them maybe potting three or four goals, but I just don't see Seattle showing up back-to-back games and scoring as much as they did on opening night for them. So give me the under six and a half there. But those are our four betting plays. Thank you so much for tuning into the Competitive Hedge Podcast. As always, uh, go follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. It's where you find all of our betting plays. We're going to maybe be switching things up and at least going live on Saturday as well. Now that we are in the heart of football season, coming up on NBA and all the other things that are happening, we want to make sure that we're putting out more accurate betting lines. And so we may go live later on Saturday mornings to give you our full slate, both college football, NFL, even some NHL as well. But we want to make sure that we get the best and most accurate lines out to you that we can from over at our sponsors at Bet99. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.